Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now hey everybody just real quick before the show started uh this is steve and i just wanted to let you know for all the latest information on our podcast Hit us up on Twitter at E-I-L-F Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. If you're looking for incredible art or maybe gifts for an upcoming uh, birthday or Father's Day, Mother's Day, anything like that, Christmas, uh, you can check out Izzy's art at untidyvenus.etsy.com. You can also find us on all the uh, podcatchers like Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts or iTunes, whatever they're calling it these days, Podcast Addict, uh, basically... Google us, you'll find us, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. All right, on with the show. Everything I learned from movies With a one last plot holes a gratuitous It's time to get busy with your friend Stephen Dinosaur. But we can't leave him! He doesn't need your help! I will not go without you! You have to! 
continuing 007th month. Yeah, we are. <laughs> uh, with a very special episode and a very special guest. The specialist guest who ever specialed in the history of specials! Welcome Diana from the Happily Ever Aftermath podcast. Ah, thank you for having me. And that's Dame Diana from the Happily oh, Ever Aftermath podcast. My mistake. I'm a lady. And uh, still just Izzy here on this side. But, uh, <laughs> but That's classy bitch Izzy to you. Say, classy broad Izzy. <laughs> I'm a classy broad. Ah <laughs> oh, man, I'm a little thirsty. How about you, babe? Oh yeah, I could definitely go for a beverage. Oh, oh wait, there's one right over here. What is it? What? Uh, let's see. From Sierra Nevada, we have a celebration. Woo! Fresh hop IPA. Yeah. <laughs> this may be a few months old, but... Uh... <laughs> the 2019 celebration? The one that's a celebration of the winter festivals? Indeed. <laughs> and it's the 007th month of hey. 2019. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It'll be delicious. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is from Sierra Nevada Brewing. I'm going to pop my top. Oh, my top. Nice. Oh. <laughs> I like during that uh, the trailer when it was talking about Diana Riggs. She's a different Bond lady. She's got class. And it, the, the literal picture as it's doing is where she's bent over the baccarat table <laughs> exposing her breasts. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, 69, <laughs> baby. Anyway. Yeah, and the poor. Ooh, this has got a very foamy head. Mm. Mm, lots of head to suck here. So this is a very clear beer. It's got a nice dark brown color, kind of auburny. It's got a light khaki colored head with lots of tiny bubbles. Boop, boop. Steve's gone in for the sip. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's still pretty hoppy. Yeah. Like, um, probably not, obviously, as much as it was six months ago. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah it definitely... tastes pretty true to when we, when we had it. Yeah, it's a lot like the, uh, like the extra pale ale. Like, it's got a nice piney, and this one has a little yeah. bit of the, like, 
grapefruit kind of like yeah, like kind of qualities to it. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, it's got a good strong background backbone. Sorry, yeah, lots of maltiness to hold up to all that. I really like this beer, particularly in cold weather. Yeah. It's perfect for July. <laughs> perfect for July. Diana, do you have a beverage this morning? Not this. Not this morning, but uh, I'm just going to soak in your celebration over the good vibes. Celebration! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, 1969's <laughs> On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Yeah! <laughs> Since the trailer le- told us everything about the movie except the title. <laughs> this is uh, the first non-Sean Connery Bond movie. That's right. Uh, George Lazenby. As, like, as it was kind of pronounced on the trailer. Lazenby. Lazenby, that was Lazenby. it. Lazenby. Laser beam. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, I like Lazenby as, as James Bond. It's a shame that everybody was just like, fuck you, we want Connery back. Yeah. Because he did a really good job. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, Diana, have, have you seen all the James Bond movies, or only a few, or... Uh, I'm going to blow your mind. Uh, I had only seen a handful of Brosnan and all of the Daniel Craig ones. So this was my my foray into early oh, Bond. Oh, this was your first one before 95? Correct. Oh, wow. Ooh. Oh, mm-hmm. that is... Mm-hmm. Well, you're welcome. Because... <laughs> oh my gosh, okay. Yeah. That's good to know. Um, well, for those of you who may also have not watch the older James Bonds. I know Goldeneye, especially for our podcast mm-hmm. audience, was like the introduction. Yeah. And everybody knows it's the best. Goldeneye's freaking fantastic. Not not just because of the video game either. Yeah. <laughs> but uh Ah uh, memories. Yeah. So so the first one was Doctor No. Correct. And then Goldfinger. And those two are like on the BFI top one hundred list. Like they're highly regarded movies. Actually, all around the world. from Russia with Love came in between Doctor No and Goldfinger. Oh, was Goldfinger came the year after it. Oh, son of a bitch! Yeah. Uh, see, I'm already off. And then uh, Thunderball. Yeah, Thunderball, and then You Only Live Twice, and that Correct. was the five original Connery mm-hmm. ones, right? All pretty good. Like, I mean. We'll be talking about one of them. Actually, I think we already would have. We'll have talked about uh, "You Only Live Twice." Uh, that was the the fifth, the Connery one, where he becomes a Japanese guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, he we'll, becomes uh, Japanese Bond. We'll. <laughs> There's no problems there. Check out that past episode where Mario with superiority complex uh, talks about it with us. And technically, that's where his first wife dies. Yeah, eh, but it's a Japanese wedding. Those don't count, right? <laughs> what in Japan? Oh. <laughs> yeah, so then, then came out uh, on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Yeah. And they tried to swap up Bond, and no one was having it. Yeah, but this honestly, easily my top five Bond movies. It's a fantastic Bond I film. I fucking love it. Yeah. Spoiler alert for later, but... Uh... <laughs> Spoiler! <laughs> This hits, this hits all the good, fun stuff. The, I think the one thing this one's sort of missing is just more of the... Uh, the, Aust- the Austin Powers? What are we talking no, about? I, I was going to say Austin Healy. What is his car? Aston Martin. Oh, Aston Martin. Yeah, the, yeah. It, it needed ah. more Aston Martin frolics, but yeah. other than that, it's perfect. Yeah, and uh, of course, directed by Peter Hunt. Who's he, Steve? Uh, this was actually his directing debut. <gasps> oh shit! But he was the uh, editor on like the f- like four or five of the f- first ones with Connery, and uh, pretty successful after that. Um, yeah. I can't yeah. remember of any offhand, but yeah, this was like his his one Bond movie, I think, that he did. Uh, and of course, George Lazenby, Diana mm. Rigg. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Anybody know what she's up to these days? Who's she, Steve? Well, she's Lady <laughs> Tyrell on Game of Thrones. Oh, shit. A scant 50 years later and still, still looking pretty good. Still rocking it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, still kicking ass. Yeah, and of course we know her best uh, probably as Lady Holiday from The Great Muppet Caper. Exactly. It's exposition, <laughs> darling. It has to go somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Piggy stole my necklace. Oh! <laughs> It's a, it's a great fucking movie. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, and I think she was on the Avengers too, but eh, the, not the Marvel one, the uh, the no. TV series back in the day. <laughs> I guess around this time, yeah. Yeah, yeah that... the Aven- Avengers, Mrs. <laughs> yeah, she was Scarlet Scar- Scarlet Witch, I think. I don't know. Yeah, Mrs. but also not the Sean Connery the Avengers either, but based off of that which she was in. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So confusing. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of avenging going on. Oh, but more on that in this movie. <laughs> uh, uh, we started, of course, with the the Bond theme song, and uh, I, I, something I hadn't noticed when he does the you know the the shooting through the the scope, you know yeah. the, the, mm-hmm. that iconic Bond thing with Lassenby, he like gets down on the one knee and everything too, which I think is the most correct way I've seen it done. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, also it's a spoiler. Because, you know, he's down on one knee. Oh, good catch. Good yeah. catch. Dang, yeah, yeah. Spoiler. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> By the way, The Darkest Night. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. There, there are, okay, if if there is a flaw in this movie, and there isn't. but it, This is just filmmaking <laughs> at the time. They, yeah, yeah. yeah there's, there's a lot of shots where it's, like, obviously shot during the day, but with, like, the dark filters. And then, like, between scenes, it'll be like, oh, okay, that's nighttime. That's obviously shot like an early morning. Yeah. Because <laughs> the sun's right there behind them. That's not the moon. <laughs> like, okay, and then back to the dark again. And yeah. Just going on a nice little country uh, mm-hmm. drive along a cliff. You know, as one does, James Bond gets passed by a cougar. <laughs> the car. The car model. Yeah. Yeah, not, not, a, not a woman of a certain age out on the prowl. Indeed. Although. <laughs> Back then it was just a young Diana Rigg. <laughs> uh, yeah, he follows her down the road um, and she's pulled off to the side. And I don't know, he's just scoping her out because whatever, you know, why not? Literally with a sniper scope. Right? Well, I mean, it's it's what he has handy, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, Diana Rigg is just walking out into the ocean, and he mm-hmm. says, oh, fuck, drives out on the beach, runs yeah. out to pull her back in. Like, what is this crazy bitch She's doing? She's out there to end it all. Yep. And then it's very, like, like she's just, like, draped in his arms. It's very, like, from mm-hmm. here to eternity, yeah. laying her down on the beach. And he's like, oh, hi, I'm Bond, James Bond. You uh, probably <laughs> don't recognize me. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but then uh, he's like, so what What? What are you doing out here? Not so fast, Mr. Bond. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. We are random bad guys that are here for some reason. <laughs> oh, okay. You're here for the Contessa? Yeah, yeah. It, it, I think we find out it's basically the uh, the, the dad's henchman or whatever, henchman, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. They're here, to, they're here to pick her up. Yeah, because I always thought that was kind of, even watching it again, I was kind of weird. I was like, where, where are these guys following her? And why, why didn't they jump in to save her? I don't understand. Right. <laughs> they just got there. And then there's this strange man, like, leaning over an unconscious Contessa. Come on, they're doing their job. Yeah, right, right, right. Well, in doing that job, we get an epic little fight scene there on the beach. Like, yeah. anchors being weighed. Somebody gets oar slapped. There's, uh, <laughs> he, like, drowned. 
He drowns a guy in the fucking ocean. Is that guy dead? <laughs> yes, that guy is dead. And, and like the other guy died too, right? Like, yeah, he... yeah. No, he. So spoiler: at the end of the movie, the oh. we we hear the father saying, "Yeah, when we first, when I first met him, he took out three of my best agents." Yeah, yeah. Okay, I thought yeah. I thought that was in reference to the final climax assault thing, where it's like that guy oh, cost see, me cost me a bunch of you know my three, three finest generals or something. I'm assuming it was it's this scene. Yeah, we're kind of jumping all over, unfortunately. But, <laughs> Weird. But, but yeah. That's not like our podcast at all. <laughs> but yeah, so he beats everybody's ass. Uh, uh, Diana Rig runs off back, or, or like takes their car up to her car and drives off. And and then he uh, looks at the camera and says, this never happened to the other fella. <laughs> the best line, best line in the whole movie. <laughs> And then we get that that psychedelic kind of Bond theme that was in the trailer. I fucking love that one. Oh yeah, I I really digged it. I like the I liked it was just the instrumental. Yeah, it was the hourglass. Time is running out. Important question for you too, yes. though. As as someone who is not familiar with the earlier movies, was I seeing various scenes from the earlier movies in the beginning sequence? Oh no no, uh, yeah the the ladies now I think it was from later in the movie because it was like Diana Rigg like mm. turning around and looking and uh, yeah I think a lot of them were like the the girls from the compound later on. But mm-hmm. speaking of the opening scene, what you think about it? Mm-hmm. Uh, I wrote down in my notes uh, shadow nipples. Yeah yeah yes. Uh, <laughs> who's the is it like Maurice Bender is the guy that does all the the intro titles like or that. like yeah. did for the first twenty movies or something. Yeah, those are awesome. Like in all the movies, some of them are really awkward to watch. I'm not gonna lie. Like, uh, like Goldfinger. Uh, <laughs> it's very similar to that, except it's a girl basically spray painted with gold, and she is not having it. No, she does not look <laughs> oh, comfortable no. at all. And and you can kind of tell because we've had it in fun facts. Um, yeah, she like had serious health complications because it was really just like gold paint that was sprayed yeah. on her. No. And it was like three days of like twelve-hour days. Uh, yeah, yeah. Inten- she like was in intensive good. care. Yeah. That, anyway, this one not so much. Aww. We get uh, we do get the <laughs> sexy ladies making the crown though. Yeah. And like Charlie's Angel style. <laughs> <laughs> we go to uh, Bond checking into his fancy hotel in Portugal. We'll say. Yeah, or Portugal or Spain or somewhere. Why not? Um, but yeah, nice little fancy casino, uh, casino hotel, and I love the casino with the purple walls. Oh yeah, I want that wallpaper. Right? The the like yeah, they're like filigreed cabbage roses on like <laughs> purple on purple on purple crime. Yeah, that's when <laughs> see when we buy our house. Don't you dare oh. think that's not going to be like the living room. Oh, I know, and I'm looking forward to it. I really am. <laughs> and only like crushed purple velvet couches. Yes, well, yeah. it's got to match. Uh, Diana. Do you know how to play Baccarat? I was so I watched this with my husband, and we keep talking about this back and forth. And he said the idea behind it is to have the highest mod ten score of your cards, and then there's some other tricky rules. I'm like, well, what are they? He's like, I don't know. I'm like, okay. So I, I have. So the answer is no. Yeah, when we uh, when we watch all the James Bond movies in a row, it took us about. 12 movies to just be like you know we should really learn how to play this game <laughs> just so we know it. what's going on on the screen <laughs> yeah. uh, it didn't really help yeah we we did the same thing we read the instructions and it's like oh and this and blah 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 and, but not not higher than 10 otherwise it's a bust or lower 
Uh, unless you split them and it's like, okay, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Give me to blackjack. What? <laughs> when is Bond gonna come up with like casino cribbage? Because <laughs> that'll understand. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh, Bond playing the keno board. I see. <laughs> Bond plays blackjack. <laughs> Twenty-one. <laughs> <laughs> I want to lay five grand on the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> Bond, you fool! <laughs> I like to live dangerously. <laughs> He's finally gone insane. <laughs> we need Always. to switch out the bond. Always bet on Brown. <laughs> <laughs> UPS. <laughs> yes, but during this game of baccarat. We meet a pair of breasts that's connected to Diana Rigg yeah. in person. Uh, we find out mm-hmm. she is the Contessa Teresa, the Spanza, the Rapture. We'll go with Tracy. Yeah, she's Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, and she can't pay her debt. She has to be bought out. Because oh. she, loses, she, she mm. loses her hand. Yeah. And so, uh, oh, so Bond is, oh, that's right. I forgot. We were playing pairs. I'll cover her. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but this doesn't sit well with... Hold on. The... Somebody's on our porch. Oh, tell me that's the movies. Yay! Thank you. We got our uh, Netflix for our next episode. You only live twice. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Yay! Also, the Netflix for this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fun fact, we bought this one. And we, we oh. have all 24 four of them on blu-ray that should be arriving this yeah. next week oh. finally made the big purchase yeah we did there you go <laughs> i have that bronzed with our uh, planet of the apes that's right <laughs> you can uh, spray paint it gold exactly <laughs> the problem with bronzing dvds is they all just end up as boxes yeah <laughs> boxes. <laughs> you can't tell what's in it <laughs> this does nothing with the gold wrapping you can at least peel it off like it's a candy wrapper a little bit <laughs> Where were we? Oh yes, uh, so Countessa Tracy, she's uh, Bond is kind of like, hey, why, uh, why are you trying to kill yourself? And she's like, I do what I want. I'm rich, whatever. You, you can't buy me, Mister Bond. You don't, yeah. you don't really care about me. You just think I'm pretty. Like, oh, well, you know, I'd like to get to know you. Blah, You're here blah, blah. for the titties. I get yeah. it. Or my father sent you. Either way. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then she like slides him a room key or something, right? Is mm-hmm. that how we know? They're like, yeah. You meet me in Suite Four Twenty Three, or and he's like, oh yes. Uh, Make sure there's champagne and caviar up there. Gonna, <laughs> yeah. Gonna have a fun night. Uh, <laughs> uh, but he walks into the suite, and it appears to be empty. Until a large black man starts attacking him. Oh, in, shit. In, I don't know, overalls? or uh, What's the... It, it's like a mechanic's outfit. Yeah, coveralls. Right? Yeah, coveralls. That's it. Oh, that's yeah. it. There it is. <laughs> like overalls. Like, oh, that's a little weird. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, I... I love the fight scenes in this movie, like especially compared to like other Bond movies. Like I think this was like the first one where it got like like thrown through walls and breaking a bunch of tables and shit. And I I dig it. Oh yeah, no, they did a great job. The choreography is really good. And oh, what yeah. I sort of like is so when you watch the Sean Connery ones, you know he's gonna win every fight. He's just like the man's man. Lazenby like sort of loses at a couple of like like he starts to lose yeah. and it like. Oh no, it ups the Annie for me. Like, it's like, oh shit! Oh, nope, there he goes! Because he's using his wits to get out of it, not just his brute strength. Indeed, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, like, laser wristwatches and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> You're right, no laser sharks in this one. 
I know. I was kind of disappointed. But, <laughs> uh, there's other things to come there up. There were no sharks in general. Well, there might have been some in the ice. Ice sharks. Ice sharks. <laughs> <laughs> the, the deadliest of all sharks. Polar bears with lasers. <laughs> That's what we needed. <laughs> they got to protect themselves. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> Little damn poachers. <laughs> yeah, it's not like they're the world's most dangerous predator or anything. Nope. That would be man. Anyway. Other than man. <laughs> Man talk. Man talk. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, the line, man talk, in Goldfinger is probably my favorite line in all of cinema right now. (laughs) He's like, he says something like, alright, go on, man talk. Slap on the ass. (laughs) The best part is, he says it to, like, one of the smarter, sassier, more capable Bond girls. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is why that that scene still works, in my opinion. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, so so this fight in Sweet Four Twenty Three beats the hell out of the guy in the coveralls. Yeah. Uh, goes back to his room, and who's there to greet him? <gasps> the Contessa. Oh. Mm. She uh she apparently repays her debts, not yeah. unlike the Lannisters. Yeah, she also holds him a gunpoint. Yep. What if I just shot you for fun? Mm. I could uh, think of more sociable things to do. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> so I, I can stab not- you for fun. oh he's gonna stab her all right wait (laughs) dang it (laughs) walked into that one (laughs) that's what she said anyway (laughs) (laughs) so they shag right no i don't think they did yeah yeah, i think they just kind of like she fell asleep in his arms yeah and then But, but i don't know in the 60s if that's like implied no, because, like, I don't know, in other scenes, it's much more obvious that they banged. Uh, that's in true. this one, it was sort of like, yeah, I think, yeah. Uh, it was more like, ah, oh, you've had a long day here. Just yeah. chill with me. I'll make, I'll protect you from whoever these hoodlum guys are that have been beating my ass all day. By the way, the outdoor <laughs> bed in the middle of the flowered balcony. Right. Fucking into it. Yeah. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> and I like it the next morning when he woke up and there was his bathrobe laying next to him and be like, yeah. Oh fuck! Did she I dream this wear- whole thing? She was wearing that bathrobe. <laughs> yeah, you're generally concerned, like, oh, did you just dream the whole thing and he ended up fucking robe? I thought and she like, evaporated. Yeah, right. <laughs> she just melted. Oh no! It's Blofeld's new laser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that means she left that room in nothing but that sparkly bikini. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but she also took his gun. But you know, left. Two grand in casino chips. Because she always repays her debts. Yeah. Paid in full. Yeah, but the as he's checking out of the hotel... By the way, if they did bang, that makes him the prostitute. Right? <laughs> Ain't nobody but... No, Gigolo, babe. We're called Gigolos. Gigolo. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not to be confused with Juggalos, because that's a completely different thing. <laughs> Steve, Steve, I made a mistake. I heard a Gigolo, but I typed it wrong. We'll strip for Fago. Anyway. There are four on our way to our house right now. We have to move. <laughs> Burn it! Burn it! Shout Diana, out to all of our Juggalo fans out there. Diana, have you ever wanted to order a Juggalo and accidentally ordered a Juggalo? Oh my god, no. <laughs> I can't you, even think of anything funny to quip. I'm just imagining What it. do you mean Juggalo starts with a G? <laughs> I've made a terrible That's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. <laughs> so speaking of gigolos, uh, as he's checking out, James Bond is uh, basically kidnapped by some of the guys he whooped earlier. Yeah. He basically, 
Walk yeah. up to him knife and like, hey, you're coming with us. And he's like, oh, cool. Fun little trip. Oh, and they have his golf clubs because they're going to make it a foursome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been a deleted scene. <laughs> <laughs> no, he says, sure, uh, yeah, I'll no, join right. and make it a foursome. <laughs> <laughs> but they, uh, they take him to, I don't know, secret warehouse or something. Eh, not really secret warehouse. They just drive him across town. Um, and we see the, inside the place, they had the, uh, the little janitor guy kind of yeah. sweeping and whistling. I was trying to see if he was whistling the James Bond theme or something, but. I... That would have been pretty great. <laughs> but come on, Steve, is it really a James Bond flick if we don't have a little person? Not really. No. <laughs> I actually, I do believe he was singing or he was whistling the theme to something, but, um, uh, I'll check that out when we get to fun facts. Ooh. Okay. Hang on. I can't Google fast enough. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Must Google faster. All right. Well, as they're about to take a bond to the, the I guess their boss or whatever, mm-hmm. he quickly beats the shit out of all three of them and Ooh. grabs a gun and spins in through the door and points yeah. it at the boss who's just chilling at his desk. Like, Oh, Oh, good. You're here. <laughs> Discount Ricardo Montalban. Yeah. Draco. Yeah. Such a good name. <laughs> Draco. Uh, but instead of, I don't know, wanting to kill James Bond for various reasons, mm-hmm. uh, Draco just wants to have a, has a, a bit of a proposition for him. He just wants to have a chat. Um, apparently Bond also wanted to talk to him because he knows stuff about Spectre and like trade routes or something i don't know i kind of yeah <laughs> i kind of faded in it the the sound on the version we were watching was kind of fading in and out it super got quiet at this point and we're like what the fuck is going on but uh bare bones of it basically bond wants some information and draco wants bond to marry his daughter diana rig uh, uh sorry the countessa and uh it's like okay that's that's one way to she do it. She seems to enjoy your company, and you seem to be able to reel her in. You should marry her. I'll pay you a million to pounds. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, I, but I also like his uh, explanation that what she needs is a man to dominate her. Make love to her. You'll know. No, what she needs is a psychiatrist. I don't think I can help her. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably right, but I just, I just like saying she needs a man. Yeah. Dominate her. Yeah. <laughs> to say. Well, will the psychi- psychiatrist marry her and dominate her? Ooh, Maybe. There we go. Hey. Okay, because that'll work too. That's called compromise. Yeah, there we go. Everybody Best of both worlds. Wins. <laughs> <laughs> Except her. Oh, obviously, she's totally okay. <laughs> uh, so Bond uh, goes back to MI6. Um, <laughs> Uh, does the whole hat toss thing, uh, mm. little uh, little workplace uh, banter with Money Penny? I love him and Money Penny's ban- banter. They're so great. It's it sounds like an HR nightmare to me. <laughs> it does, <laughs> but like I don't know. I I. I in all the movies, I love it. They're that they have like the flirty thing, and it's a hundred percent the HR nightmare. But it's like it's also just like so friendly. He, he and... even gooses her at one point. He does. Well, uh-huh. That's what good coworkers do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Right? What, what what field do you work in again? Cause... Retail. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. that's right. Steve, retail. Come on. <laughs> yeah, but uh, basically, Bond he he goes in to talk to M, and. Mm. I, I couldn't tell what they were saying, but basically M was like, yeah, I'm, I'm busy. Um, and then Bond, like, walks out and he's like, all right, Money Penny, could you uh, take my uh, resignation letter here? And uh, I'm, I'm sorry, what? Oh, yeah, I'm done with this place. P. 
Peace out. Oh, okay. Um, I'll I'll give it. All right. Here you go. Here it is. All right. I'm just gonna go clean out my desk now, full of guns and garrote wire and stuff that definitely won't play later into the movie. He uh, he wants to see you again. Oh. Oh. Okay. I have approved your letter. Enjoy. Okay. Bond, you should you should open it up and read it. <laughs> oh. You oh. should read it. Just... Oh. Two weeks paid vacation. Sweet. You're welcome. Oh, money penny. What would I do without you? Oh, I don't know. Probably die somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> be, a, be an unemployed drifter working as a gigolo for rich contessas. Really? Enjoy I love your vacation. <laughs> uh, but I have to pay all my expenses. You know, the, the, this job's yes. pretty good too. Yes, no more fake uh no more fake profiles, no more no more e dating sites paid for by the company. <laughs> by the way, James Bond's uh fake profiles that he does sometimes. Yeah. They're almost as half assed as Jim Rockford's <laughs> profiles, right? <laughs> like it's like, Oh yes, my name's Bond, James Bond. I'm a uh, construction conglomerate. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, that's say, weird. I've never heard of you. Rockford goes the extra step because at least he uh, he stamps his business cards <laughs> yeah, in right. the car. <laughs> I, just, I, I just want Q one time to walk up and be like, 007, I've made your business card stamper here. It's it's embedded in the glove compartment. <laughs> It'll instantly print any business card you type in. It adds that extra touch that people really look for. <laughs> all right where are we diana (laughs) oh wow um i do believe he was just given his two-week uh vacation vacation. that's right oh that's right and then uh and then he's off to the stables uh meet up with draco and uh his daughter at i don't know a bullfight (laughs) yeah because it's his birthday party oh yeah by the way she is driving way too fucking fast through there with all those horses and stuff running around But at any rate, she she's the princess, basically. And yeah, it's his birthday party. Everybody's do- throwing this for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The only time when she'll show up, Exactly, too. because she just, she's a strong-willed child who does whatever she wants. Mm-hmm. That's right, super independent. That's why she needs a man to dominate her. Oh, yeah, and she's, you know, uh, the Countess, uh, she's just kind of pouting and like, oh, what am I even doing here? Just making my dad happy. And then she talks to uh, was it Olivia, who's like the assistant or yeah. something. And she spills the beans about the arrangement of the uh, information to marry her. And, of course, she, you know, pitches a fit at the lunch and... Tell, give Mr. Bond what he came here for, or I am going to leave and you will never see me ever again. <sighs> okay. This Blofeld guy, Spectre, they're, uh, they got some stronghold fortress up in Switzerland. Uh, I, I can send you all the details later. All right, and so now that nobody has any more interest in me, I'm going to go have a drink. Uh, I will join you for that drink, milady. There's no need, no need, it's fine, it's um, whatever. You're not really interested in me anyway, you're interested I, in my father. I do really want to bang you, I don't know if you realize that. Yes, because he wants, he's going to pay you a million dollars to bang me, I get it. Uh, I'm already pretty rich. Ugh, then why are you doing it for the money? I'm not doing it for the money. I'm doing it for you, Lady Holiday. <laughs> sorry, 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 Countessa, Countessa, sorry. <laughs> uh, then we get the nice little montage of them dating over the course of a day or two. 
think it's two weeks. Is it just the two weeks? I think it's just the two weeks. Because it's just, it's, mm-hmm. yeah, that's when he's on vacay. But we get the, uh, the lovely Louis Armstrong song that we heard in the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> A very distinctive voice. But, uh, mm-hmm. all the time in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and I think to myself. <laughs> what a wonderful <laughs> And then towards the end of the montage I've written down bears <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's bears. Yeah, there's I guess they're driving by a zoo or something and Yeah. Yeah. He gets called back or no, he doesn't get called back into work. He just he goes back to work because he's got a lead. Yeah, and I guess it is, yeah, the two yeah. weeks later I, yeah, he's going to check on uh Oh no, that's right. The information the the dad gave was like, Oh yeah, I know we'll like there's this lawyer, oh, there's the lawyer Ger- Gerard. Ger- I've written down here. Hold on, Gabruder Gumbold, which would be played by Tim Curry if it were the guys that did Congo. Herkuma Homoka. That's right. And when they're driving over there, the dad's sitting between <laughs> Bond and the Countessa, and they're like smiling and giggling back one another. And dad's just like being a total cock blocker, like. Mm, these these kids got to keep them separated, you know. Right. I know this is exactly what I wanted, but unfortunately, I think I'm getting exactly what I wanted. Actually, the dad is pretty like in the beginning when he's just talking to Bond about it, and he's just like, "Uh, wait, you were following her that you're having your henchman follow the whole time? Are you aware that we like? Yes, yes, yes. I'm fine with that. And I'm like, okay, this dad's pretty cool with his daughter's sex life. That's, that's I think cool. he's just excited she has a sex life. <laughs> Why? I just want her to be happy. Yeah, I think it's just that like she's depressed and like is always throwing fits and wandering around and I don't know, maybe he's afraid she's going to be a lesbian. (laughs) Now what it is, he he just wants her to get knocked up, so then it's like, oh, once she has a kid, it'll slow her down and... Yeah. All right. Yeah, I see it. I get it. And then I'll have my grandkids. That's that's how you that with like animals and livestock. That's what they always say: is you get a high spirited female breeder, and it'll calm her down. I have not found that to be true. I found it to usually makes them a little nuttier. What? Awesome. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah. <laughs> so so he sneaks into the lawyer's office, and uh, luckily there's like a crane operator. <laughs> That's working with MI6 across the street, and they give him this uh, this super fancy uh, safe cracking equipment where yeah. you basically just connect it to the lock and it runs through all the possible scenarios while you sit back and watch or read Playboys. Yeah. 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 You gotta read the Playboy. That's the important part. Yeah, it came in the suitcase, didn't it? I think so. Or was it one the lawyer had on his desk or something? <laughs> I swear it was in the newspapers in the lawyer's office. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it was in the lawyer's office because that's why he just takes the centerfold when he leaves. Yeah, yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, okay, this is where I, I got kind of lost in the plan for a bit <laughs> uh, for of MI six because it's like, okay, we found these documents and uh, Blofeld's apparently account of this land in Switzerland, so it's private property. Blah yeah. blah blah. Uh, but you're going to pose as this genealogy expert, Sir Hillary. Yes, who uh, also happens to be gay. Yeah, who also happens to prefer the company of men, don't we all? Uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> and then, and then uh, you're going to go there with, uh, because apparently James Bond is laying claim to the land based on his genealogy, and mm-hmm. you have to check it all out. Yep. And And that's where we get the wonderful... Possibly the greatest family motto of old all time: "The world is the not world enough." The world is not enough, which will play <laughs> later in the Bond series. 
I the first time I watched this movie, you know, having seen all the Brosnan ones before and all that, and that came up, I was like, "That's where that came from." Awesome. <laughs> I I like that. That's an Easter egg. I really do. So he arrives in Switzerland in uh, full garb. Oh yeah. And that's where we're introduced to Fräulein Punt. Yeah. Dana, how would you describe Fräulein Punt? Uh, no nonsense, yeah. lady. <laughs> she gets shit done. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Uh, I also noticed something in the background in the, some of the advertisements. Toblero rum. Like a Toblerone and rum? Yeah. Is that a thing? Huh. I don't know. Oh, Googling it now. Google it, Google it. <laughs> Should have Googled it earlier, but we just finished watching this as we call it here. <laughs> It's been a busy week. <laughs> Indeed. Toblo rum is a thing. Is it like a chocolate liqueur? or? It's a chocolate bar. What? It's what huh? Yeah. Oh, probably with like the rum stuff in the middle? Looks like or it's... Like yeah, the rum, rum balls. Rum. They're rum balls. Oh, uh, okay. Huh. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Toblo rum. Cocktail coming soon. No, anyway. <laughs> oh, snap. What do you think this is? The Besotted Geek? A uh, little blue curacao, some chocolate... So 151, boom, set yeah. it on fire. <laughs> so yeah, they take a horse-drawn sleigh up to a helipad, uh, mm-hmm. then they take the helicopter up to the Alpine Fortress. Yeah, uh, that's the what Institute for Allergy Research or something like that. Yeah, right. And I'm like, allergy research is that is that what they're is that what their cover is? is that yeah. what the front is? They're going to cure cure allergies. Everything from the hay fever to the sickness caused by the oysters. <laughs> exactly. And chicken allergies as hey, well. Uh, chicken allergies. People are allergic to chicken? I didn't know that. So what I sort of got from her was that her thing was she grew up on a chicken farm. We'll find out later. Yeah. And every time she had to do any sort of work, even just looking at them made her sick. Yeah, that, yeah. it's later on brought up that it's like, oh, yeah, it's mostly psychological and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, uh, I mean, yeah, maybe. They were I mean, looking for certain for... people, maybe. Uh, as we'll find out later, I think they were looking for uh, weak-minded ladies for this particular project. Hmm. And this was a quick way to find them. <laughs> Wait, would you call the ladies that are up at this allergy research compound weak-minded? I mean, notice they're not doing a lot of math puzzles That's while true. they're doing this. <laughs> But they're all super interested in genealogy. They totally weren't falling asleep towards the end of that talk. <laughs> Much like myself. Well, especially when it's being told by uh, George Lazenby in a full Scottish kilt yeah. with poofy shirt and all. Oh, the fo- poofy shirt. He wears a lot of poofy shirts in this, and I blame it. It's product of the time, I know, but it's it's hard to watch sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, while he's uh, having dinner and everything with the, the... There's like a dozen, basically, supermodels that he's talking about genealogy to. And then it's dinner time, and they're like in that like rotating room. like Yeah, they, the, they're rotating the background while he's talking to everybody. That is a cool shot. There's yeah. so much happening. And then everybody's ear starts getting perked up around dinner time when he explains what a pissant is. Yeah. Babe, what is a pissant? What is a pissant, Steve? Who's he, Steve? Gold balls. <laughs> My family crest has four of them. Perhaps I can show them to you later. <laughs> and uh, Diana, how, how, how does James find out what room number this uh, girl he wants to show his gold balls to later? 
How, how does he get that room number? Because they're super secret. Like, they can't even say their She's names. A, yeah. In fact, uh, back to uh, Fräulein Brunt. Uh, Bunt. She's, uh, yeah. no last names. None of this. None That's of that. Names. She's like, oh, okay. So, uh, what is it? I believe her name is Ruby. Yeah, yes, yeah. Ruby. Was sitting right next to uh, Mr. Bond and manages to do a little bit of her lipstick and managed to sneak underneath and get under his kilt and write her room number on his inner thigh. And when the reveal came of what the number was later, I was not impressed. Yeah. I was impressed before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh no, she's in room infinity. We'll never get to it. <laughs> By the way, I did really like the like, are you all right? Just suffering a bit of stiffness. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, in this institute, they have a lot of security protocols where it's mm-hmm. like when you're in your room, you basically page somebody and they'll walk you through to wherever you need to be and all yeah. this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, that's actually not a bad idea if even if it really were like an allergy research area because there's a lot of chemicals and stuff going on. You don't want to like walk in the wrong mm-hmm. room and oh no, you have typhoid. Everybody there has an allergy, so they're all yeah. there oh, yeah. because they could die potentially. Yeah, so yeah, like that all makes sense. Steve wants to work at that hotel mm-hmm. where people have to be paged to be let out of their rooms. <laughs> we'll get around to it. <laughs> uh, it's about this time uh, Sir Hillary is introduced to Count Blofeld, played by Telly Savalas. Yeah. What would we know Telly Savalas from, babe? I don't know, Steve. Who loves you, baby? <laughs> Good old Kojak. <laughs> Not do it for Van Gogh? <laughs> no. That's Dennis Hopper. <laughs> but yeah, we get uh, Kojak with no earlobes in the role of Blofeld. Yeah. And uh, basically he's supposed to be like, oh yeah, we're just trying to find a cure for allergies, you know, with uh, various vaccines and psychological treatment and all this other stuff. That's so noble of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's right tell you something else like i know right <laughs> i'm awesome so what makes you think you can lay claim to uh the land and the fortune and the title that is the blowfish blowshells yeah <laughs> have you seen my earlobes yeah because <laughs> i haven't maybe <laughs> by the way i think he's my favorite blowfeld yeah, I mean, you yeah. believe more that he could come to power than some of the other guys. Well, and like later when he finds out who Bond is and all that stuff, he's just so fucking calm and cool about everything. Yeah. Like even when the he's like beating up henchmen, like literally a foot away from his face, he's just in there yeah. like, yeah, you're not gonna be able to touch me. He's cool and collected. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, he's great. The one thing I have to say is nobody showed him how to hold a cigarette. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> What was that? Yeah. yeah, so yeah, throughout this movie, Telly Savalas, or I'm sorry, Blofeld almost always has a cigarette in his hand. Yeah. And I, I don't know if he thinks it's like a laser pointer or something. <laughs> or he's like, it, it, it'll it'll always be kind of lit where it's like smoking a little bit, but it's like it'll like kind of put it near his mouth and just kind of like point around with it and stuff. But yeah, and then know, when he does put it in his mouth, he holds it like a doobie. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's how you do it, right? Yeah, they're I'm, like, so you smoked before? Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, no, yeah. mostly just toothpicks. <laughs> <laughs> Kojak reference. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, after the introduction, Bond goes back to his room. He figures out how to get through the doors just by, I don't know, shorting it out or something. Yeah, he takes the metal uh, guide off the ruler. Yeah. 
Yeah, and like the racer, like insulated because mm-hmm. it's like electrified the first time. Yeah. Uh, but he mm-hmm. sneaks over to room number eight, and Ruby's in there. Ooh. And uh, she but, is not dressed. She is not dressed. <laughs> and uh, are you here to what? show me your book? Oh yeah. I have a. I want. I really want to see the book. Uh, maybe we should just leave the light off, because, uh... Why? Then I can't see the pictures! But you're twice the vision in the dark. Oh, okay, then! You know, you're awfully funny for a bloke who don't like ladies. You know, I thought so, too, but... And then you heard my sweet There's something about you, please stop talking. There's something about you that makes me want to get to know you. Intimately. I'm writing that, should Uh, I keep talking? Oh, you should just shut your mouth right now. Uh, <laughs> cut to later after the shagging, and she's still talking for some reason. Uh, no, <laughs> but then, uh, but then at midnight, I guess it's time for their their therapy. Oh, it's time for my therapy now. Oh God, Just it's go a relax here Please tell me it's there. speech therapy. Oh please, it's hurting my ears. Did I, did I tell you about when I grew up on a chicken farm? Oh, yep, yep, totally did. No, no need to go any further. Oh, look, your 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 weird ceiling lights things going. Oh, it always hit because oh, it's oh, very God. relaxing. Yes, you should just relax. You should so rela- focus I've never on that. Been more uh, relaxed in my life. Oh my God, I'm gonna go. Bye. <laughs> so, and now he's gay yeah, for right? real. So Bond's turned gay. Um, and no. that's the story of, of Lazenby. Right? That's why George Lazenby never came back. No. Uh, so the Bond leaves, goes back to his room, and then there's somebody waiting in the room for him. Ooh. Why, hello. <laughs> oh, here, let me just turn on the. No, no, keep the lights off. You're twice as beautiful <laughs> in the dark. I don't know why you would say that. I just wanted to see your book. Oh, yes, but. Uh, I don't know, there's something about you that makes me think I could get to know girls. Oh, <laughs> it's like right. the exact same line. Oh, yeah, it's great. From it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how you know it's a job. Because he's got a lady waiting for him back home. This is just this is just work. That's true. <laughs> he doesn't even want to be here. This, this is nine to five. He's just clocking in. Yeah, right. <laughs> I just do what, what the boss tells me, you know. 007. Get the job done. 007, I need you to infiltrate all of these supermodels that are up there for whatever reason. <laughs> oh, and if you could uh, find out what the criminal mastermind's up to, that'd be great. All right, consider it done. <laughs> for screen and country. No, wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and uh, Bond's buddy, who was supposed to be kind of trailing him, but when they switch from the horses to the chopper to the fortune. Fortress of Solitude. Uh, <laughs> he basically got a little behind, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. so now he's climbing up the side of this impregnable fortress of Pisgloria, the the mountain that they're at the summit oh, yeah. of. And uh, those goddamn security crows caught him. Oh, see the attack crows. Yeah, yeah. This is way ahead of its time. Corolla's vision coming true. <laughs> right. The attack crows. See the crows. <laughs> There's somebody climbing the wall. <laughs> they, they don't say it. That that would have been a little too much, I think. But... <laughs> and then uh, they take a couple shots at him, and they're basically uh, they take him over to blow. Oh, that's right. Bond and the girls are like curling for whatever reason. Yes, and he's trying to play <laughs> the fool. Yeah, he's like, oh, what's that bloke up to? Uh, espionage, uh, spies from other chemical companies trying to fuck up our research. You know how it goes, right, bro? 
Uh, I guess. I mean, I mostly work in a library because I'm a genealogist. By the way, I know I took the morning off. Can I take the afternoon off too? <laughs> Why would you want to do that? I'm just really tired. I've got this stiffness I just can't seem to get rid of. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, he's like, you, 8 o'clock. You, 9 o'clock. Bring a friend. <laughs> you, 10 o'clock. Oh, it's exhausting doing all this research. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, so later in the afternoon, he uh, sneaks into a room, walks up to the bed. Ruby. And oh, is... Ruby, I can't wait to hear your beautiful voice. Holy shit, it's Fräulein Poont! Oh, what are you doing here? <laughs> oh, surprised to see you here! And then clubbed in the back of the head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so now the plot is thickened as Blofeld wakens him with, Merry Christmas, 007! <laughs> And then Blofeld basically gives his entire plan away, as yeah. as is tradition. Well, most yeah. of it anyway. Mm-hmm. Basically, his plan is he's uh, developed these uh, basically like diseases that'll wipe out entire species, and like like first I'll start with the goats, and then cows, and you know people I don't like. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna <laughs> like you know how hoof and mouth disease really put a a bend in uh in all our plans for like Britain's livestock. I'm gonna do it to the whole world. <laughs> I, I became really panicked when he threatened to get rid of cereal. No! I mean, yeah, that that would be a fucking tragedy. Not Captain Crunch! <laughs> Don't <upset> me. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, then he uh, like casually mentions how the girls are uh, agents in his plan, and uh, Bond's like, how exactly? Like, ah, secrets, Mr. Bond. <laughs> I must always keep my secrets. <laughs> but you just told me your told whole me... plan, except for that. <laughs> yeah, but you know, Less history, bit. more mystery. That's right. Anyway, oh, look at your friend over there. Oh no, he's dead! <laughs> Did Mr. we ever Mr. learn his name? I didn't, know. no. No! I, I, I was thinking he was the greatest American hero, just because of the uh, the blonde fro, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I'm just like, is it a recast Felix? What's happening? Oh, he's dead. Not Felix. Not Felix. <laughs> so they take Bond uh, to, I don't know, a, what I assume was going to be a dungeon, um, but instead uh, it ends up being the gear house to the gondola. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was going to be a brainwashing yeah. room. Yeah, you, you I would think so anything. I was th- a tank with sharks with laser beams. Like literally anything except. Oh, you can kind of escape from here. I mean, it's tough, mm-hmm. but you, you can probably figure it out eventually. <laughs> or shoot him in the head. Yeah. Or. Like, you don't need him around, right? <laughs> no, I think they do. I don't know why, you can, but... You can literally hang him right next to his buddy. <laughs> yes. And then just wait it out. <laughs> right? By the way, I'm trying to find Is his this bot- part- buddy on IMDb. So yeah, so we get the little scene where um, he he's basically like trying to climb like the cable of the gondola, but it keeps moving because the gondola keeps moving. And he almost falls a couple times and, like, catches by his fingertips from a plummetous death, which I assume is just, like, uh, well, I assume Blofeld's plan is basically, uh, we'll wait him out and eventually he'll fall off or just die of starvation or something? Yeah, or they're just, they just stuck him in there hoping he'd freeze to death, because, let's face it, it's yeah, It would also... be kind of cold in there, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, I remembered a plot point. Okay. Um, he is keeping him alive because he will lend legitimacy to his threats. Ah, uh, yes, yes. There we go. It's like we found a secret agent trying to infiltrate us. He like he ain't fucking around, guys. You see? <laughs> <laughs> I had to tear uh, up my pockets just to get away from him. 
<laughs> Not something I would have thought of, I won't lie. But now I will. Yeah. Yep, then uh, the fashion models, uh, the, the girls are gathering around for their Christmas presents. As, you know, oh, this is a Christmas movie, everybody. Yeah, Christmas movie. <laughs> uh, and they get their gifts and, like, the, it's basically a makeup kit of death. Where yeah. it's basically like... It's got chemical agents. And... <laughs> Don't use the spritzer. Don't use God the help you if you use the... Or, yeah, that was an atomizer. It's called an atomizer, Atomizer. Oh, then maybe you need to go. <laughs> it's that... a gentle mister. And There's the... lipstick tubes. The compact is... The compact, that's it. <laughs> Steve knows nothing about makeup. Yeah. Like, you guys, Steve knows... I know more about sports ball than Steve knows about makeup, guaranteed. It's probably true. <laughs> she does not know a lot about sports ball. Yeah. Wait, wait, no, I take that back. Are you sure it wasn't a bottle of uh, some good aromatherapy, Steve? <gasps> Steve? Oh, you mean like the ones you would find at frankieandmer.com? And if you use the code untidy at checkout, you would save 15%? Ladies and gentlemen, you have just witnessed my brainwashing of Steve. <laughs> no! This is why Diane is the best guest that ever guested in the history of guests. <laughs> so yeah so makeup kits of death yeah. <laughs> with very strict i don't Do know not use the atomizer yeah hypnotic <laughs> instructions like every day at midnight i use this compact walkie-talkie to listen to my voice and then casually put it away as if nothing happened by the way so i love that they're all doing it in sync because they're all like brainwashed, and I was like, it'd be super funny if just one of them was like ten seconds behind and be yeah. like, "God damn it, June, <laughs> what, focus." What, one of them's just like, "Ah, this song is boring." I don't like gold. Does this come in pink? Uh, Fraulein Punt, would you? I don't know, smack her around or give her another drink or something. She's really fucking up my vibe right now. This isn't my color. <laughs> That's right. I'm much more of an autumn. <laughs> Meanwhile, Bond has, has escaped his uh, his gear house prison, and now he's skiing down the mountain. Yeah. Yes, Bond skiing. Oh wow! Where did he get him from? Where I have it? no idea. Yes. <laughs> Legitimately. Yeah, I think when he escaped, he like got to a, like a locker room, and there was oh, that's right, or, there right? was yeah. the the mud room or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah so got... knocked out the henchman. Yeah, yes. that's right, that's right. So yeah, so he's uh, skiing down the mountain. I love the ski stunts in this movie. <gasps> Such good stunts. People got hurt doing these stunts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> Were you also, like, feeling anxious for them? Uh, okay, so when the one guy fell off the cliff oh, yeah. and just kept going... <laughs> And kept going. I'm like, oh, that. I hope he got paid double time uh, for that. I hope that was a dummy. I, I, yeah, I that was that a dummy. dummy. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna blow your mind right now. Dan. That was definitely a dummy. <laughs> Authenticity, Steve. Authenticity. <laughs> By the way, my favorite part of that scene is it's very quiet as he's falling. Yeah, and you can just hear the music from the town, and it's so fucking perfect. <laughs> it's like a good 15, Aww. 20 seconds of yeah. falling. And I mean, if I were falling off a cliff, you would hear. Well, here's here's an important question because when I watched this, all I kept doing was quoting "Better Off Dead" um, during the ski scene, and my husband had never seen it before. So as the guy was going off the cliff, I'm like two dollars, and he's like, I don't know what that means. I'm like. Okay, and then a little bit later, Bond actually loses a ski, and yeah, he's skiing on one yeah. ski. I'm like, wait, 
Did Better Off Dead just rip off on her magic? <laughs> yes, they're hacks. Better Off Dead, you hacks. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you talking about Better Off Dead starring uh, John Cusack and... Uh, Oh, it's not Bobcat. It's, it's Curtis Franklin? Armstrong. Jesus Christ, it? Steve! Are we gonna have to do Curtis... John Cusack in Snow Month? Yes, <laughs> yes, I'm totally in. We start off with Better Off Dead and all the lighthearted ones, and yeah. then we turn to like Ice Harvest and uh, Frozen, Frozen Ground, uh-huh. Frozen Ground, where he's a serial killer. <laughs> there you go. It'd be fucking great. Spoiler. And then Hot Tub Time Machine <laughs> when he is also a serial killer. I don't know. Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is gonna happen, guys. <laughs> Q-Simber. <Anyway>. Yeah. <gasps> yes. I'm sold. I'm sold. Oh, Di- Diana, would you join us for one of those? <laughs> I'm already here. Let's in, just keep uh, going. Gross Point Blank, just for fun. Maybe. We do yeah. only do bad movies. That's yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, uh, Dan Aykroyd's never point. done anything bad. No, he only makes good choices. <laughs> So back to James Bond. Uh, so yeah, pe- people are dying and flying and crashing in front of villages and they don't seem to know because the ice carnival is going on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's right. There's the fight in the, uh, I don't know, cowbell factory. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, well, you know what this fight scene needs? More cowbell. This is how secret agents get shit done, Steve. <laughs> Yeah, it's fucking great. Uh, the rest of the agents come in there. How did you find me? Cling, 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 cling. Oh, and there's that terrifying guy in the polar bear outfit with the camera yeah. and just laughing maniacally. Wait, wait, Steve, do you want to get drunk, put it on a polar bear outfit in the middle of a winter No, carnival? I don't, because I will get shot in America. <laughs> that is a given. <laughs> like, I thought it was a real oh. bear. He was taking your picture and talking to you. I've seen bears talk. <laughs> Country Time Bears, one of my favorite movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! Never get away with this. Bears! <laughs> Christopher Walken will be joining us on a future episode this month. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for him to do a kill. I really can't. <laughs> yeah, uh, this, I don't know, squad of people with machine guns and shit are like, <laughs> just running through this ice carnival like looking for james bond yeah. like they've got him mm-hmm. surrounded and i'm like wouldn't anybody else in this carnival think it's a little fishy that there's this paramilitary group yeah taking over this village it's like something out of red dawn right <laughs> yeah <laughs> or i assume late 30s switzerland maybe uh, now they're used to being occupied at that point yeah yeah there's like hey Aww. we just we just stay stay here in the middle we keep quiet you know <laughs> do as you must uh, but just then somebody skates up Beautiful it's the way. countessa what the mm. fuck is she doing here oh yeah. they she answers and that in the car trying. he's like what are you doing here and she's like i have uh taken up a new winter sport and he's like oh there's a lot of winter sports going on and she goes no just one hunting you down don't worry my dad told me where you were uh i must have missed that oh part. yeah yeah when they're they're now she's driving wildly through the snow yeah i was probably and yeah, that's probably why i was all like oh shit some, someone's gonna die <laughs> <laughs> oh we're back to great car stunts you know how much i love good car oh stunts, god Steve. yeah so the, yeah so they hop in uh her her cougar who is yeah. also i, I guess the way, made the drive from portugal yeah, she to, drove from portugal to switzerland, switzerland which by the way kudos to that cougar right yeah. Oh, it, it handles yeah. very well in the snow. Like the handles better than that Mercedes. Apparently, yeah, Mercedes is like going bobsled off the sides. Yeah. And 
Yeah, and I love how she's, like, so focused on the driving, and Bond's, like, impressed and, like, leans over to, like, kiss her and stuff, and I'm just like, don't, don't, don't fuck with the driver. She's she's doing a good job. Don't fuck yeah. this up, James. But this is just proving. This is why she's the woman he needs in his life. That's right. She can handle her own. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless she's trying to kill herself in the beginning. It's true. Well, it's just because she was so miserable, but if she's got somebody to love, people have never killed themselves while they were desperately in love. You know, <laughs> I'm just going to throw this out there. <laughs> Girls may have issues sometimes. The more you know. <laughs> I'm saying, not, not every... Anyway, I'm just going to stop. <laughs> stop. Stop, Steve. <laughs> You're digging a hole that I'm not sure you can get out of now. <laughs> yeah, right. So, she's so driving around to the, the village, uh, being chased. Yeah, like, machine guns are going off through the village. And again, the village is just like, yep, just another Saturday. And they pull to, like, a sharp left or whatever mm-hmm. to get away from them. And right into an ice race, like an yeah. ice oh, no, demo it's, uh, derby it's thing. It's the um, oh god, what was it called? It, I don't know. It had the name of it. It was a like it was a race. Like they weren't supposed yeah. to be a destruction derby. It was like yeah, yeah. It, well, it's like it's like a legitimate yeah, race, but it's on ice, so yeah, it's going to turn it, into a demo derby. <laughs> that makes it more fun. Yeah, so it's a bunch of like mini Coopers or something yeah, racing I, around. The rink. I can't remember. It's a type. It's a type of race where you just race the little guys. Uh, that's called a midget race, and I don't appreciate you bringing that up right <laughs> No, the little cars, little four-cylinder oh. guys. Oh, cars. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, where was I? Oh, yeah, so yeah, so the Cougar and the Mercedes-Benz are knocking these car- other cars all around. Yeah, because they're three times their size. But then the Cougar gets the better of them and smashes through another car into, yeah. the, into the Mercedes-Benz. And Mercedes-Benz, like hits a pole or something and flips over on top and fucking explodes. Yeah. I assume killing everybody inside, correct? No, no, there was this scene, so, like, they crash, and then everybody's like, uh... And then it, like, they're opening the doors and rolling out as it's... Yeah, on, hey, as hey, it hey, you hear yeah. Fraulein Poon screaming and yeah. stuff, but, but it's yeah, like, no, oh, okay, like cool, some tuck and roll happening. There's some tuck and roll happening. Okay, alright, I'll, I'll believe that then. Because that comes back later in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> wait, what? Oh, that's right, and then uh, they're getting out of the village... Uh, they're almost out of gas. There's like a real fucking storm that just kind of came in, blowing ice everywhere, ice and snow everywhere. Uh, but luckily, they found a barn just off the side of the road. Yeah. And they pull in there, and they get a little rolling the hay, as they say. <laughs> roll, roll, rolling the hay. Yeah, they're running out of gas. The windshield wipers are frozen. Yep. Got to roll into the barn. By the way, the barn that has horses, so someone's got to go out there to check on those horses at some point. Yeah. At some point. Mm-hmm. And they're going to find a cougar in the barn! Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's a cougar in the barn! Shoot it, shoot it! Oh, looks like it's already been shot a bunch. <laughs> it's a shot cougar in our barn! <laughs> uh, but during this uh, Roland Zahay in the post-coitus area, that's when James confesses his love to the Countessa and proposes marriage. Oh. Mm-hmm. He's going to, but he'll have to quit his job. Because an agent's not supposed to think about anyone but himself. Oh, shucks. He'll just have to be a kept man and a contessa and I assume a million dollars from her dad. Oh, shucks. Yeah. <laughs> where where was that when I was single? Right? Oh, well, I know you married me from all my family's uh, money and title. Yeah. The incredible coat of arms. <laughs> have I told that story on this year's podcast? I don't think so. You should probably share it. Diana, you're in for a treat since we've been talking about coat of arms in this movie. So, I'm listening. 
So when I was a child, we had a coat of arms that hung in every house we lived in. Everywhere we moved, my dad would always very carefully place it, like, in a place of honor in the living room. Like, it was one, like, classy thing we had. And it was, like, carved wood. It had, like, a knight and a lion. And, you know, and it had words in, like, Latin that nobody knew what it meant. And uh, mm-hmm. I, the only thing I knew about it is that we were never allowed to touch it because it was very old and it would break. And that okay. uh, nobody knew what it said. And it wasn't our family's coat of arms. My dad had picked it up. But we really liked it, so we sort of adopted it. That's all I knew. My whole life growing okay. up. So flash forward to me being in high school, I was probably a, yeah, I was a sophomore. No, I was a junior or a senior because my sister was also in high school. She's two years younger than me. We got into a fight in the living room, and she threw something at me, and I ducked, <gasps> and it hit the coat of arms, and the coat of arms drops to the floor, and we both panic because like holy shit, we just were like we probably broke a family yeah. heirloom. And we go over and it's not broken and I pick it up and it's made of styrofoam. Oh no. <laughs> Apparently my dad Aww. picked it up at a garage sale in like the seventies. So it is very old. And it is very delicate. So uh, I have a half sister who's older than me from my dad's first marriage. And I remember bringing it up with her. She had no idea either. Apparently it hung in every house he had before my mom. Even. And she also thought it was made of wood. And I feel like it's the perfect representation of our family having a styrofoam. Did you ever find out it was like a real coat of arms or was like a Latin for like, tastes great, less filling or something? It's probably a Budweiser (laughs) advertisement, honestly. I I could totally see that. It's like, it's like for like Löwenbrau or something like that. Yeah. Oh, Oh, he's still got it. Like my sister's already like laid claim to it when he get passes that away, she's pick. gonna get it. Yeah. Get that pick. I've got pictures of it somewhere, but oh, okay. I have no idea where. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, so our family coat of arms is made of styrofoam. <laughs> oh man. Too symbolic. Nice. Yeah, so yeah, so James proposes and the Countessa gladly accepts. Mm-hmm. But you know, the proper time for all this rolling about and say, hey, would be on our wedding night, am I right? It would be. So he places her up on a feed trough to yeah. take a nap yeah and yeah, then about oh, two se- seconds later separate beds already huh yeah mm. bed death comes early yeah oh <laughs> no. but uh two seconds later he immediately regrets the decision and breaks the trough so she falls into his arms yeah, right. yeah he like brings it like a pitchfork too and like the yeah. way she rolled out of there i'm like oh no she fell on the pitchfork oh shit <laughs> shit just dead. got dark <laughs> no she's dead yeah but <laughs> but no they uh they they commence um, and then we cut to the next morning, and uh, the I don't know, the Blofeld's goons have uh, found the barn, and they just kick open the door, and they see the cougar, and they see that somebody's escaped, and uh, <laughs> we get another ski chase, and this one, uh, you know, there's a little bit of shooting going on, but they're way too far ahead. There's no okay. way they can catch up, so Blofeld uh, starts an avalanche. Yeah. Oh wait, wait. No, we can't do the avalanche just yet okay. because there's a very important yeah. part I seem to have skipped over. During the ski chase, there's a giant snowblower vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, <laughs> and, you know, it's clearing a little path, you know, I assume between villages. Um, and most of the skiers can make it over the jump. Yes, but one of them uh, underestimates his abilities. One of them gets turned into a tiger's blood fucking snowball. <laughs> just. <laughs> oh. And what's the line, babe? Oh, shit, what was the line? You had a lot of guts. Oh, yes. <laughs> ah. <laughs> womp, womp. 
Uh, so Lemon Blofeld says, fuck it, I'm losing henchmen, let's just cause an avalanche. <laughs> and that explodes <laughs> and it washes over Bond and the Contessa. And they get kind of buried, but you can still see Tracy the Contessa. And mm-hmm. so Blofeld's like, yeah, go pick her up. Yep. Uh, leave, enough leave. snow to even bury Mr. Bond. Yeah. So they grab her, run off with her, leave Bond behind, I assume, because he was more kind of buried, so they didn't see him yeah, or something, Yeah, they thought he was, right? yeah, no, Blofeld totally thought he was totally buried in a tomb of, of ice. Even though he was, like, draped over her? <laughs> I don't know, but... <laughs> uh, no, he wasn't. He was up the up the mountain a little ways, because he watches her get drug off. When it was all going down, he was like, on the road, like, no, stay like down, stay down. To, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, I must have got some. Okay, I must have missed that part. But Bond uh, basically watches her getting carried off. And then we smash cut to him back in London. Okay. Um, and basically Blofeld's, like, making all kinds of demands. And uh, yeah. it's being discussed, I guess, with the UN or whoever. Because he's like, oh, I want a billion trillion dollars. And, uh, yeah. You know, Sharks with freaking lasers on their heads. Yeah, you know. <laughs> this this is where I level up to real criminal mastermind. Yeah. Then I guess start getting facial scars and a little cat. and yeah. Oh, yeah. he already has the cat. He was petting the cat at the beginning of the film. Yeah, oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah. The cat screamed when uh, Bond was trying to escape or something. <laughs> He's like, fuck, <laughs> I gotta get to work. And the cat's like, <laughs> <laughs> Basically, Bond needs to call in a favor. Yep. But it's... Draco, the Contessa's father, who's basically like, I need some helicopters and, I don't know, a few dozen good men willing to go to fight yeah. for you. Yeah, he calls up uh, the legitimate construction company and, uh, hey, I, I need help with a demolition job that's going to require uh, aerial transport. <laughs> so, yeah, so they take a bunch of choppers and, yeah, probably, it's a, probably two dozen guys, like in yeah, three choppers, Yeah, like three right? choppers and, yeah, about yeah. two dozen guys. And this is where I have another note. Does Blofeld know how to smoke a cigarette? No. Um. <laughs> no, he's like he's like stabbing himself with it. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, and uh, he's talking to the Contessa. He's trying to woo her. Yeah, because basically it's a double way of him confirming his counthood is to then marry yeah. a countess and like that yeah, well, and then the that plan. would create a bo- uh, create a uh, an alliance with her father, who's rich and powerful and there you go. whatnot. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, Blofeld's like making strategic decisions. <laughs> Who's rich and powerful and definitely not attacking his base as, as they're yeah. discussing this. Yeah, exactly. yeah. You know. <laughs> Most father-in-laws get that way. Just as soon as they make the call about their engagement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then that's when the assault on the fortress attack. Oh, by the way, the Countess is helping out because she hears there's like a whole radio conversation about like the helicopters are uncharted and all of oh, that. Yeah, Blofeld's yeah. listening in. She listens in and then she's like, can we go up to the observation deck? I want to watch the sunrise. Absolutely. <laughs> and, the, and the whole poetic thing like, what does all the kingdoms of the world to Paris uh, if he didn't watch a sunset with his Helen? And I'm just like, mm-hmm. ugh. Yeah, they're lay, being deep. Lay it on thick, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Have some goddamn self-respect. <laughs> no, come on. He's trying to be charismatic and charming and intellectual. Hey, yeah, it's got to be like Ricardo Montalban. Exactly. <laughs> By the way, Draco should have been Ricardo Montalban. The guy who played him did a great job, but it should have been Ricardo Montalban. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, so <laughs> the attack finally comes, and uh, the Countess breaks a champagne bottle and has yeah. it a shank, takes out a dude, and the fight, the little fight scene with her, like, she... I don't know what 
the guy's plan was. Like, he was, like, reaching through bars to grab her. And... Well, because Blofeld said, right. grab the girl and meet me downstairs. So oh, eh, yeah. He was like, henchman. So that means choke yeah. her? Yeah, he was choking her out for a bit. Yeah, I like... think he was just going to knock her unconscious and haul her down, because it's not like she was going to go willingly. Mm. Don't oh. worry. She'll get knocked out soon. That's true. <laughs> oh, man. It was in the trailer. <laughs> uh, yeah, meanwhile, Bond is uh, landing and he does that, that seal slide where he yeah. like slides on his belly shooting <laughs> shooting machine gun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, and there's the guy with the flamethrower. Yeah. Ah! Flamethrowers solve everything. <laughs> the cure for depression. That's all the contestant needed is a flamethrower. Right? This has been a really short movie. If that was the case, like right? Bond's like, have I have I shown you my flamethrower and or poison dart watch? Right here, come <laughs> come come see my Aston Martin. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'll let you push all of the buttons. Do you hate traffic? <laughs> <laughs> he was talking about his penis the whole time, Pretty much, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Have you seen my flamethrower? It's called that because of the venereal disease. <laughs> It burns. <laughs> it burns all the time. Well, see, that's how come they can't make love till their uh, till their honeymoon because he just finished going through the supermodels. Yeah, and uh, he's just got to make sure he's not going to transmit anything. <laughs> you know, those warts on your dick aren't going to go away, 007, unless you use the topical cream. <laughs> I just have to pass the thirty day mark, and then we're all good. <laughs> oh my god, I'm allergic to chicken ah! now. Oh, shit. And now I have a new accent. <laughs> oh god, no. Why isn't she dead yet? <laughs> Kill her. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, Bond gets through to uh, Blofeld's office slash laboratory, and there's a big old shootout. Uh, yeah. But meanwhile, Draco sets all these bombs all over the fortress, and basically's like, "Got yeah, five minutes." Instantly, two minutes are left on the clock. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and he's walking out with the con- contest, uh, getting the chopper, and gets to safety. And the contest is like, no, I won't leave him. <laughs> if Bond stays, I stay. I'm sorry, I have to do this. What are you doing, Paul? Man talk. No, what does he say? Spare the rod, spoil the child. That's right. <laughs> uh, the 60s. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, yeah, so the fortress explodes. Uh, but luckily, Blofeld and Bond get out on them slopes just in the nick of time. Da-da-da. Right onto a bobsled tra- yeah. <laughs> track. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, because it's a winter wonderland. Of course. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So they're going down the bobsled track, chasing each other. Blofeld might uh, be the greatest bobsledder that ever bobsledded right? in the history he of He doesn't even have to look forward. He's, yeah. like, turned around, shooting directly behind him, and apparently a pretty good shot. I think he shoots the gun out of Bond's hand and it drops. He's operating grenades with his teeth. Yeah. Even though yeah. he has a mild mishap there and almost blows himself up. That was, <laughs> was like, is this how Blofeld's going to go out? But yeah. he does succeed in uh, in blowing up Bond, technically. Yeah. Yeah, when the, yeah. When the grenade like hits the thing and he's like jumping off the side, I'm like, yeah. that's probably a real person, too. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> that's dumb man got paid double that day. <laughs> but and, luck- and luckily he goes off the side, like rolls twice, and then boom, lands, or like jumps right on. Blofeld's uh, bobsled because I guess it's a, a back and forth track going down the hill. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, of course, yeah. He's not just like, oh, shucks, he got away. Like, nope, right here, <laughs> catching the next train. Yeah, and they're fighting on top of the bobsled and getting knocked to the side and helmets scraped on the sides and yeah, yeah. 
Helmet or not, that's neck right? trauma. Exactly. I've seen cool runnings. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But the fight does come to an end. Diana, do you want to tell us how this fight comes to an end? Oh, it comes with a very glorious moment of lifting up Blofell and bam, right in the kisser of a tree yeah. trunk. Wait, oh. no. He, he's dead, by the way, right? Right. I would have thought yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. He He's branched off. Ha, 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 yeah. Did that happen a lot in the earlier Bond movies? What, the one-liners? The pun- puns? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, no, no. I'm all for puns, but at the same time, it's just like, would there be no one around when he's oh, saying them? Th- they're not for other people. They're for him. Uh, like, uh, all the jokes I make on this podcast, it's not for you people. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> It's true. He'll make all the he 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 makes all these jokes like to the cat. Yeah. Why do you think I make all these obscure references nobody knows and or cares about? <laughs> it's for my entertainment. <laughs> How dare you? I get half of them. You go. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that case, you're welcome. Woo! No. <laughs> all right. So Blofeld's been hung in a tree, and Bond uh, rolls out of the bobsled when it, I guess, eventually comes to an end, and. He's greeted by St. Bernard. Yeah. Puppy. Yeah. That puppy wants to play so bad. Then we smash cut to, I assume, in Portugal? I don't know, but uh, Bond and uh, the Countess are being married. And, oh, and, they, and they live happily ever after math. And, oh my god, they, they were legging on so thick. Oh, they'll never. They, neither of them has ever been happier. Yeah. Maybe they'll have six children. We have all the time in the world. Oh, oh I've never felt as complete as Let's I do pull right over now. On the side of the road and take all these flowers off of our car one by one, staring at the ocean and into each other's eyes. Nothing could possibly go wrong on oh. this cliff overlooking the ocean. Oh yes. Uh, but it's not what you think, guys. They don't fall off the edge and die. Mm. <laughs> I thought yeah. they might. Or, that's kind of what I was expecting. Like, oh no, like a rock's going to fall and crush her or something. And it's going to be like, oh, what cruel irony. Nope. Instead, uh, Mercedes-Benz pulls up behind him. It's f- filled with uh, Blofeld with the little neck brace thing. Yeah. And Fraulein Poont, perfectly fine in the backseat, wielding yep. a machine gun and rat-a-tat-tatting. Oh, shit. Uh, that, that was Blofeld. Let's that get was him. Let's go get him. Contessa? Contessa? Yep. The Countessa has been shot in the head. No! From an angle that I think was impossible from the way that car was driving, but you know what, whatever. I think they were still firing, like, when they were, like, already ahead and, like, you know, a hundred yards down the road or something. She didn't suffer. Yeah, that's true. And then the chillest police officer rolls up. Oh, fuck! The police officer just pulled up alongside, doesn't even say a word, just sees, like, you know, guy holding a dead lady, and it's like... Go ahead, you right. do your little monologue thing, saying how you'll, like, never yeah. love again, and uh, I don't know, all this other shit. It is really sad, though. It's the only woman he ever truly loved. Yep. Sir, I'm sorry, you're illegally parked yeah, here. Yeah, uh, I was kind of waiting for that, like, <laughs> did you, uh, you might got some explaining to do, sir. No, I, no. But yeah, super sad moment, super quiet, just sobbing of tears. <laughs> It was kind of an awkward ending in that aspect. It By the really way, was. I'm not going to lie. What I was half expecting to happen is he like looks over, sees she's been shot in the head, and she's totally dead. Like He has a moment, 
And then he starts getting like the Kill Bill look in his eyes. The driving off and then you roll the credits because they're just down the fucking road but he's got to yeah. take her body back to her father now and explain use the body as a fucking hero shield he's got, uh, you know there's a gun in the glove compartment he's, gonna have to he's explain. a fucking spy he's man. gonna have to explain to this international importer exporter of goods of which we do not oh, speak oh. how his daughter got murdered he tells police officer go talk to draco tell him we need fucking helicopters down the <laughs> portugal coast highway or whatever the fuck road yeah. we're on and <laughs> beat us up about six miles it, uh, it's what she yeah. wanted. Vengeance. Yeah. That's anyway, what like, they want. I like that they're on the PCH. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? The Portugal Coast Highway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, roll credits. On Her Majesty's Secret Service ends on a downer note. It is so dark. Mm-hmm. I love it. Ladies, yeah. would you recommend this movie? Diana? I would. Right? Absolutely. Oh, I'm so glad you liked yeah. it. This might be one of my favorite ones. Very nice. Well, again, I I have no experience, so I just don't have, like, the history of it. And I was bracing myself for just, like, all right, this is going to be cheesy because of all the, you know, stories I've heard. (laughs) I'm like, this is, this is pretty cool. I mean, there were, we were counting the number of times that he was ambushed. And I'm like, I don't think James Bond would be that shitty at that. Oh, 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 whatever. It's pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, we... Like I said, bottom all on Blu-ray. They're going to arrive in the mail here shortly. It's going to be fucking great. Yeah. So, Diana, when do you think they fell Mm. in love? Uh, I think it had to have happened in that two-week montage. You know, when they're frolicking and then the scenes that we don't get to see. It happened in there. Yeah. I I think the first step towards it was at the birthday party when she was like, fine, nobody needs me anymore. And she runs off and goes to her car and he follows her out and... She's full of tears, and he's touching her face. Uh, that makes Steve just cringe, even uh, thinking about... That would, that would be like, nope, we're done. Sorry. And she realizes that he wants her for more than just her father's information. He yeah. wants her for her body, mm-hmm. too. And maybe her car. Yeah. That is a good car. That is a great car. That cougar? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What are, uh, what are... Needs better windshield wipers, but still. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, was the, it was the 60s. I mean, they're... That car wasn't made to be driven through Switzerland. <laughs> they were all powered by hamsters and made with, like, lead yeah. and steel. And Now they, like, blow in the breeze and <laughs> I think are made of recycled squirrels. <laughs> recycled yeah. well, ones. Well, you know, we, well, we can't use live ones. Those are horrible Clean wipers. Organic. <laughs> Wait, what? Always peeing on everything. Uh, uh, Diana, where's some of the other questions? Uh, you're, you're on a podcast, right? I am on a podcast. Thank you very much for asking. Uh, I am on Happily Ever Aftermath, and we are the podcast that talks about relationships in movies and our relationships with them. And and that's exactly why we wanted you to be on this episode, because this is the one where James Bond actually has a relationship. Yeah, he's Uh, in love. And also other frivolous relationships. But the the main one, (laughs) this movie, I don't know what it is, it always gets, like, it's probably the most referenced in all the other movies, because it... You know, like all the later ones, it's always like, uh, like, have you ever been married, James? I was once, once. very briefly, mm-hmm. <laughs> like ridiculously <laughs> briefly. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, yeah, like no, like you ask around, like I could probably put out a Twitter poll right now. I'd, I'd guess maybe ten percent of people have seen it. Yeah, and most people haven't. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, 
So on your podcast, how would how would you break this movie down a bit? Like we've already talked about the moment they fell in love. Unfortunately, we also know what happens in the future. What yeah, happens <laughs> what happens next? I, I think I spoiled that with the uh, Portugal Coast Highway vengeance spree that immediately happens. Yeah. Well, I foresee in the future James Bond is going to be systematically tortured by like this strange rolled up uh, rope thing is going to go up against his ball sack. Yeah. Mm, that's pretty specific, but I see it happening. That's <laughs> just my two cents. Like I'm not, I'm not a psychic. I just have a strong feeling about this. <laughs> well, if you want to know what we would talk about, here's my question Ooh. for you. Uh, when was the first time you two saw this movie? And, uh, you know, did you like it immediately? What made you want to... I mean, you say you like it now. What made you come back to it? I saw it for the first time a month ago. When we uh, decided oh, to watch all the yeah. James Bond movies for the first time. I'd, I I had heard this one was pretty good, but, I, you know, I, I, I realized I'd only seen, like, Goldeneye and later, and then, like... A View to a Kill and like one or two other ones. I mm-hmm. knew nothing about this or like Dr. No. I, I'd seen Goldfinger before, but yeah. I had yeah. seen all of them because one of the classic movie channels like once a year would play all of them all in a row, but I was like seven or eight, I think. You know, like between seven and nine probably those ages when my mom would be like, oh, it's James Bond. Let's sit and watch a bunch of them. So I didn't really have any mm-hmm. like memory or sort of kind of interest is like eh, i've seen it now okay whatever weird action movie mm-hmm. thing but yeah so i guess yeah i guess like a month ago and then yeah i don't know we were just talking about james bond movies and we thought this is the perfect one for the happy happily ever aftermath oh i'm in there in the back of your you brain are. like a worm exactly. like a little earworm like a we just tumor. Can't get rid of. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> On that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break. But we'll, Are we now? When we come back, oh, God. Stop. Ah, we're going to, uh, I don't know, fun, Do we have more fun beer facts, more fun beer. Facts? Yeah. All right. I'll stay tuned then. All right. And this is, this is where we throw in literally any other noise I can find. Are you saying right. it's not a sexy voice, Steve? I, I am saying that. Absolutely. <laughs> Did you ever go on vacation with your family and hope the dance instructor would fall in love with you? No, but I did think a guy with a giant boombox playing Peter Gabriel outside my window in the middle of the night meant true and undying love. Listen to our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, where we revisit these movies and it turns out they weren't the best ideas. What were we thinking? You can find our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or your favorite podcatcher. You can also tweet at us at H-E-A-M-C-A-S-T, Heemcast. Hi, I'm Brendan. And I'm Jason. And we host a podcast called Full Screen and Country. And what do we do on this podcast, Jason? We talk about the best British films of all time as voted by British people in the British year of 1999. The BFI Top 100, to be exact. 100 movies. So with each episode, we talk about a movie on the list, historical significance, if it holds up, etc., etc., etc. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and all that good stuff. Wherever podcasts are sold, sold, sold. Here we have a go for auto sequence start. Discovery's onboard computers have primary control. 
of all the vehicle's critical functions. Houston, final systems track for a space shuttle Orion is affirmative. All systems are go on our end. All systems go on RN2 Orion, T minus 30 seconds to launch. Copy that, Houston. Next stop, the International Space Station. Yeah. Uh, Houston, we're picking up some interference on our end, over. Roger that, Orion. We're getting at it as well. Probably a local RMB station. Orion, we just got a sensor blip about a seatbelt becoming detached. Houston, we have a problem. One of the passengers is out of his restraints and gyrating sexually around the cabin area. We must have to postpone the Orion, cancel that. The sensor has disengaged. Nope, sir, five, please get back into your restraints. Four, what are you, three, put your helmet back two, on. Houston! One. Houston! One last hurrah. The ultimate road trip. Only without roads. What are you talking about? We gave that stuff up. Bro, I'm talking about making history. Who else but the Kings of Tampa to be the first male entertainment troupe? To perform in space. The cultural phenomenon is back. One. Last. Time. Who are we even going to perform for? You know, scientist babes, bro. Billionaire heiresses, princesses. You know they got commercial flights going up there now. Only the hottest, richest, and most powerful ladies in all the world. They'll be throwing suitcases of hundreds. Suitcases of hundreds. That they brought into space? Dude, don't kill my vibe. I just took some molly. We've never even danced without gravity before. I mean, would sweat just kind of float around us? Or how does that even... Dude, what did I just say? Don't worry about it. Magic Mike. Zero G Street. Starring Channing Tatum, Joe Manganiello, Matt Bomer, and Ed Harris as Captain Smolders. Uh, gentlemen, we're receiving a communication hail. Go ahead, Houston. Houston? At least you got the state right. What the... And the return of Academy Award winner, Matthew McConaughey. You didn't think you'd make it all the way to space without old Dallas's help, did you? <laughs> oh, shh. Magic Mike, Zero G Street. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve, those were the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. She said. <laughs> Indeed, and uh, all of our promos throughout the movie, like for example, FrankieandMur.com, or or UntidyVenus.etsy.com. It's the goddess Ooh. who's bad at housekeeping but it's makes true. incredible art. Oh yeah, <laughs> check that out. And now it's time for fun facts, super, super fun, fun facts, because the fun fun facts. But in a little twist today, we're gonna have Diana share the fun facts with us. <laughs> Oh, they'd be fun now. Uh, yes. So we were talking earlier about whether or not the janitor was whistling something. And it turns out he is whistling uh, the Goldfinger theme. Goldfinger. I like it. Wider than a mile. Wait, no, that's that's a different song. <laughs> Good time. They're gold what now? <laughs> Uh, oh, that's that is that is a fun fact. <laughs> Super fun facts. It's fun fun facts. Man, let's go back and listen to yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it, and it turns out, um, as of this year, see George Lazenby was the youngest actor, but to portray 007. Um, so he was 29 when oh. he was filming, and so the other ages were Sean Connery, 31. Mm-hmm. You know, Sir Roger Moore, 45. Oh, sorry, Sir Sean Connery, 31. Beg your pardon, oh, Mr. Man. Connery. Uh, Timothy Dalton was 40, Pierce Brosnan was 41, and Daniel Craig was 38. Huh. 
Interesting. Yeah. yeah, and Roger Moore was like forty-five to seventy-six. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was. He was there yeah, for a while. they did some weird aging thing. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. So the the youngest yeah. Bond. Hmm. I also have a fun fact. Yep. Oh. So Ooh. the Playboy in the lawyer's office was a nod to the fact that Her Majesty Majesty's Secret Service first appeared in Playboy. It was oh. the uh, the first novel to be serialized in a magazine. Oh shit! Yeah. See, it's not just centerfolds, everybody. <laughs> Although that's what he left with. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You know what it was? He was looking at the Playboy, and he's like, "Oh, that's how I'll take down the fortress stronghold." Exactly. That, he was that was the information that he found yeah. that they thought was in the yeah. safe, but really he was just scanning the Playboy. <laughs> yeah, that's what his uh, confidence confidant was. How he was passing him the information, mm. publishing it weekly in Playboys. There you go. The one thing he knew James would actually read. He never reads his dossiers. <laughs> like, yes, yes, yes. I'm some guy from Thailand or something. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, so it also turns out that George Lazenby, he like wanted to do his own stunts and actually broke his arm on the set of this. Oh, wow. And uh, that cut. Yeah, that kind of halted filming for a little while. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, looking back on it, so easy to just to blame him because he was, you know, front and center. But, you know, I guess there were a bunch of different reasons why he didn't come back. I mean, they were having, like, British tabloids following him and writing unfavorable things about him. There was some uh, rumors going around that, um, I guess, Diana Rigg didn't like working with him and would joke about having lots of garlic before they were going to film their love uh... scenes together, which is... Uh, that's not it's the hot. best. And I guess... Uh, wow. <laughs> How they know about our, our yeah. bedroom, <laughs> yeah, so our bedroom I, activities. It's the only way to keep vampires out. <laughs> Steve, enchiladas. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I lost my place. Okay. Um, uh, and I guess he was... Um, I, they had him down for like a seven-picture deal, oh, but shit. he just kind of like started running his mouth off and... You know, uh, I guess it wasn't, you know, good. gonna do it. And then they're just like, oh, well, that's the way you feel about it. Then, you know, screw you. So they just kind of. So, so they replaced him with a 45 year old dude. <laughs> right? Well, at least the one, this one didn't run his mouth yeah, off. Yeah, Whatever. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, and here's, I think this is the most important one. Um, the, the scene where uh, the Contessa dies was supposed to be the beginning of the next movie, Diamonds uh... Are Forever. But. Uh, with Lazenby not doing that, they just decided to slap it onto this one instead. Huh. So it's like the reverse Karate Kid yeah. scenario, <laughs> where, where I swear the end of Karate Kid 1 is actually the beginning of Karate Kid Part 2. Yeah, it's only yeah. like the first 10-15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Cuts on production costs, that's for sure. Oh, <laughs> uh, then Diamonds Are Forever would start with Death Race 2000 on the cliff! Yeah! Oh, vengeance! Yeah! Using... Uh, Using yeah, the Countess was... as the human shield. And, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kill Blofeld. <laughs> Sold. Sold. It turns out Blofeld is the father of his child. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> so no, it's his father. Is it? Uh, <gasps> Blofeld is your father. Yeah, I knew that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was actually waiting for something like that because they did that in Austin Powers where it's just like, oh, no, it turns out that's your brother. <laughs> so I'm like, is Blofeld his brother? I, say, I thought uh, Michael Caine was his Faja. <laughs> you know, the Faja. The Faja. The Faja. 
<laughs> I have literally he seen that movie gold. once. That's <laughs> all it takes. Faja. Although I've seen The Love Guru twice. <laughs> what does that say about oh, me? No. Coming next week. No. You love Justin Timberlake? Right? Okay, he, he kind of is the best part of that movie. Robin E. Malco is pretty good in that one, too. Anyway, we'll, we'll talk about it another time. Uh, any other fun <laughs> facts we got? I guess this is the only Bond movie where you see James Bond cry. Even when he's getting his nuts destroyed in uh, Casino Royale? Didn't break a tear. I think he was breaking yeah. a sweat. Yeah, that's, that's just sweat emitting from my eyes mixed with blood. <laughs> Ow, my hair's blonde now. <laughs> that's right. I knocked the color out of your hair. <laughs> Don't worry, because later I'm going to go chase a blonde Mexican trying to kill an old lady. <laughs> you read the script too, right? Skyfall. <laughs> we'll just have to do a whole month of the Daniel Craig ones. <laughs> I really like them. Well, except Quantum of Solace. That's I bullshit. Just but... I did not like I Spectre. Yeah, Spectre was like, meh. <laughs> I still find Daniel Craig charismatic enough to be... Bond, in my opinion, Bond should be like super suave and all that. He's like, he's like hard and gritty in that. And he can do the action scenes, but to me, that's not Bond. That's like that's more mm. like Jason Bourne. Yeah, it's Bourne. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, like Daniel Craig's like like it'd be like Viggo Mortensen trying to be Bond. I just don't buy it. Ugh, be terrifying. <laughs> right? nah. So like, I don't like, know. Like, fine, fine. I'll sleep with you. Just stop staring at me. Like like George Clooney to me could be a Bond. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because you, you need that, like, that, 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 that charisma. He's got to be able to, like, he's got to be able to be a secret Swap. agent, not just the grunt. Plus his accent, spot on. <laughs> Every fucking time. I'm sorry. I'm going back to Viggo Mortensen and just going, like, uh, hi, it's, a uh, Frodo. My name's Felix. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who's with me? Well, and then he rode his horse through the desert. Yeah, <laughs> and then fucked one of the girls on the stairs, and for like fifteen minutes. And then there was a naked uh, spa fight. And that gets really confused by Sean. Yeah. And then he gets crushed under the weight of a collapsing tunnel. No. Boom! I think we got all Viggo Mortensen movies in there. Oh wait, there it is. Okay, yeah, I think we got it. Is he a Lord of the oh, Rings? Oh no, that's right. He was in the Vanishing Point reboot too. Ah, that was a TV movie. We'll skip that one. <laughs> was he on a submarine at some point? I think he was. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was just vacation though. No. <laughs> we just ruined the Bond franchise. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> we weren't the first ones. Yeah, I, I I really had high expectations for Spectre. Christoph Waltz was gonna be Blofeld. Yeah. They I fucked know. up a Chris Waltz movie. Like, that's how bad they did. And then it's like, oh, it's your brother you grew up with. Did you forget about him? I assume because yeah, of the no. multiple concussions? I guess. Yes, Steve. Yeah. Just like Fast and Furious, the answer is always amnesia. Amnesia, yes, yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't wait till number 10 comes around. They can finally go to space. Oh, oh, when are they gonna fuck? <laughs> In space! So, zero gravity dogs. Space coitus. Now they, they got a fucking Hobbs and Shaw, right? Oh, that they're this showing everything in the movie in the trailer, except yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, because it's like, you, you gotta get teased, Steve. Right. It's called courting. And then it's gonna be money shot, roll credits. <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw will be, will join you next time in... Super Black Superman. I don't know. 
I'm so fucking excited for that movie. Oh, though, I am I'm too. Not gonna lie. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, cool. Obzin Shaw, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in anyway. And then it's oh, like, yeah. Idris Elba. Yeah. As a fucking black Superman. Yeah. 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 Coming next week. Oh, yeah. Because they needed an extra insurance policy that we were going to see. Idris Elba <laughs> yeah. is the the other Winter Soldier. The only other thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> the only other thing would be like from the directors of Crank <laughs> and Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with Nicolas Cage as Dr. Fu Manchu. Like, oh my god, I'm coming! And then they're going to have to team up to battle an army of apes. Yes! (laughs) So thank you for joining us, Diana. Wait, we have to... I almost forgot. What did we learn from Honor Her Majesty's Secret Service? I learned to spare the rod and spoil it. Damn it, that's what I learned! Damn it. No, no, no. If you spare the rod, you'll spoil the child. So you would never, ever spare that rod. <laughs> James also learned that. <laughs> you know what he also learned? Mm. What she needs is a man to dominate her, make love to her. Yeah. That'll set her straight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is the subtext of this that they're all afraid she's gay? No, just... She's just she's wild a, She's inside. a free spirit. She's, she's in the 60s. She's... A bit depressed and not going to make t- grandbabies. She's that, got a touch of the hysteria. Oh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> the damn hysteria running around. <laughs> uh, I also learned uh, pissant is a gold ball. And that James Bond has four of them. Indeed. In his family crest. Yeah. Because the world is not enough. Oh, shit! <laughs> damn. <laughs> Old family motto. I fucking love this. <laughs> We get, we gotta we gotta make the Bond family crest. When yeah. the world is not enough. Yeah. Well, they show the flash of it. Oh, but we, mm-hmm. we gotta make it Bond, like you know, oh. a bunch of like guns and yeah. watches with garrote wire. And <laughs> hey, Diana, what would you have on your family crest yes. if you were to make one oh, for your family? Oh wow, we've actually talked about this because we have lots and lots of time on our hands. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so funny because. Uh, the first thing that popped into my head, I wanted to have something really, really cool in terms of like a family logo. And so all I could come up with, because my mom definitely loves bingo. Uh, so I wanted to write at the bottom in bingo Veritas. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then I thought we would do like wolves in the background because her name is Frances and I like to call her Frances with wolves. Yes. Nice. I love it. Yeah. But then I realized it's all centered on my mom, and that's not fair to the five other people in my immediate family. So I gotta go back to the drawing well, that's board. Well, your, that your mother's family crest, and then you make one for your father, oh. and then one for the whole family. That uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know how these yeah. things work. <laughs> how Apparently, you, you had balls. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of gold balls, and yeah. oh, am I coming up Pheasants. with one for you and I, or for the Fishers? Because yeah. we have one. It's made of styrofoam. <laughs> Because we had a styrofoam, and it's like an advertisement for Lovenbrow. Exactly. It's like, yeah, that seems about right for us. Yeah, yeah, But for for us, this uh, this Conjuric family unit, I mean, it definitely would have to have a cat on it. There it is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Let's see. It would definitely have to have a beer sign on it. Dinosaurs would have to be involved. Dinosaur, possibly yeah. in dragon there, form. At least a T Rex skull. Where would Nicholas yeah, Cage say- be? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. 
Well, see, the the T Rex would be swapping a face with a raptor yeah, <laughs> as an homage. As no, an right. homage, and ah. then uh, what is Latin for "burn every bridge"? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just got together Latin thing. And it's like I'm trying to think like <laughs> it's potem ascend. Accidentur Semper. <laughs> oh, yeah, there we go. Pontum Accidentur Semper. Burn every bridge. Wow. That's our family motto, babe. <laughs> <laughs> or like Latin for, it's like looking in a mirror, but not. <laughs> what is Latin for face? <laughs> Latin, where does he fuck? Everywhere! <laughs> Face him off. Face him off. Face him <laughs> off. If it bleeds, we can kill it. <laughs> and then it's just a bunch of uh, animals with X's in their eyes. Aww. Aww. Maybe throw in like a xenomorph and a predator. <laughs> you kill it, we grill it? Yeah. <laughs> All you can eat. Uh, so Diana, thank you for joining us. <laughs> to talk a little bit about James Bond and a lot about everything else. <laughs> a lot about our family crests. <laughs> oh, it was a pleasure to be here. And where here. can we find your amazing podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath? Ah, yes, you can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts and all of the podcatchers. And you can also find us on Twitter at Hemecast. that's H-E-A-M-C-A-S-T. Uh, yeah, you'll see us uh, retweeting a lot of everything yeah. I like movies. So you get double the Woo! fun and vice versa where we tweet you guys out because you guys are yeah. amazing yeah. Aww, thank you and, right and i would personally you. recommend checking out their back episodes where they talk about revenge of the nerds and the thin man yeah not thinner the thin man <laughs> very very different yeah. movies <laughs> two very different movies separated by possibly yeah. three generations <laughs> right <laughs> and Stephen that's right King. Oh no, Stephen King wrote The Thin Man! Ah! <laughs> What's happening? Well, Nick and Nora would still be drunks. It's true. <laughs> They'd probably beat kids, too. And All it... adults, too, right? In those Stephen King movies? Oh, but Asta would probably not make it to the end. Oh, Asta would be, like, possessed by the <gasps> devil and, like, eat people. <laughs> They'd be on the trail of Akila, only to find out it's Bobby Balls. <laughs> Asta, no! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we're done. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the longest ad for Hemecast ever made. Babe, I heard you're also on a podcast. Where would they be able to find that? Oh, Steve? <laughs> Perhaps I can help with that. Uh, you can find us, of course, at Everything I Learned From Movies on all the major podcatchers. Oh, shit, uh, really? Really? Yeah. <laughs> Even my co host doesn't listen to us. I totally hey, listen. I heard it the first time. <laughs> I'm paying attention. <laughs> uh, but yeah, or you can hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at EILF Movies. That's everything I, I learned from, from movies. movies. From movies. Um, yeah. So until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And I'm and Diana. Everything I learned from movies. Everything I learned from movies. Have a good night, everybody. We'll happily ever after math. <laughs> <laughs> night, everybody. <laughs> Burr, 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 burr,